Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Talk big opinions, the panel. Two-part panel this morning. A quick uh, go before uh, the news at 10.30 and then we'll come back in earnest as well. Uh, Lavina Good with us this morning. Mark Hinton. Uh, Mark, just had a quick chat with Kevin Smiley Barrett. Uh, the Barrett family story is uh, quite unique and uh, Bodie getting that 100th at the weekend and playing pretty damn well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, fantastic occasion, wasn't it, for, for Bowden? And good to see him, um, you know, taking another real step back towards being the Bowden Barrett we all recognise and know and love. Um, and, and, you know, it's been a great challenge for him uh, seeing off Richie Mwanga, hasn't it, Smithy? And uh, you have to think after uh, that performance, He's now reclaimed the number one position in, in, a, in a, what is a fantastic battle for that number 10 jersey. Bowden Barrett is well and truly back and that performance um, at the weekend against Wales showcased that. Levine, I'm a bit of a romantic. We just talked to his dad and uh, I loved hearing those stories of the kids growing up and the competitive nature of the kids and that. But to have three, to have three, imagine three All Blacks all, all at the same time in the same damn team standing in front of you uh, singing the national anthem, doing the harker. Good God. Yeah, what a family. What a fun. Honestly, it's incredible when you think about it. And when you hear them, they spoke so humbly about their family and, and listening to the sentimental moments of them growing up. It's, it's just such a gorgeous story. And speaking of a gorgeous story, whoever wrote that Hollywood script at the weekend so that the man playing his 100th game could score the first try and the last try, it was absolutely insane. Could you believe that? It was like someone wrote a script for it for Bodhi. Like, amazing effect. So um, and Parts were, were with him and hoping that he had an outstanding and no one wanted him to start from the bench. No one at all wanted voting to start from the bench. That was awesome stuff. I loved it. Yeah, there's, uh, there's certainly a, a bit of a romance about that. Um, we've come to you a bit late this morning. We've got to take a news break. When we come back, more conservative stuff, um, uh, in particular uh, a couple of things, flavours of the day. Talk, big opinions, the panel. Mark Hinton and Lavina Good uh, with us this morning. And Lavina, a significant day, the 1st of November, in rugby league circles, the NRL, because it opens up that trade-type window. Uh, I, I, surely I, I didn't read this right, that uh, the Warriors have let their recruitment boss go at this time? 
Yeah, well, I don't think they've let him go. He um, he got a phone call from Wayne Bennett, and Wayne Bennett said we're looking for a, a recruitment officer. So Peter O'Sullivan and all his loyalty to the Warriors over the years straight away said, tell me how much and I'll come running. Um, I don't probably support the views of many people with Peter O'Sullivan. I haven't enjoyed what he's done over the years for the Warriors. I'm glad to see him go, to be fair. The timing's crap, absolute crap, because I know the Warriors are trying to get Joey Manu from the Roosters and also Nia Kore from the Eels across the line. And I also know that Peter O'Sullivan has been working with those players as a recruitment officer. So if we find out those players go to the Dolphins, you'd certainly be questioning the integrity of Mr O'Sullivan. But honestly, Smitty, over the years, I think the biggest problem for me in terms of him being the recruitment officer is it's just been the one-off fives. And I know he was really responsible for Adam Fennell Blake coming, but that's just a, a player that's going to hang around for a couple of years, a journeyman, put in an effort and go. And similar to Reece Walsh coming across as an 18-year-old, you know, at, at this stage, is he the best guy for the Warriors? I'm, I'm sure he's a very talented player and I love watching him play. But we also know that he takes cocaine um, in nightclubs. So is that another great purchase for this club that we also love and adore? What the Warriors needed from the recruitment officer is someone with a kaupapa, someone that shared the values of keeping the players in the country, not letting players like Papali'i go over to the Eels and have the best ever year that he's ever had because he's left the Warriors. Mamal is left the Warriors. Fisiahi has left the Warriors. It, it's endless. And what did Peter O'Sullivan bring to us? A couple of superstars, along with a few others, like Kane Evans, who was an absolute waste of money. If I was a Warriors owner, actually, I'd be really pissed right now at Peter O'Sullivan for purchasing Kane Evans. That was a waste of coin. So I'm not afraid to say goodbye to Peter O'Sullivan. I think it's a great thing for the club. Timing-wise, it's really poor, as the Warriors are trying to get final deals to get these players across. Interesting, uh, Lavina. I love I love the way you you, um, you sit on the fence. It's just absolutely fantastic. I enjoy it every time we have you on. <laughs> hey, Mark. Uh, I'll just move across the cricket here at the moment. I'll tell you why I'll move across the cricket is because I'm loving the the way we played the other day uh, against India. We went too bad against Pakistan, and I, I kind of sense we're going to be there or thereabouts at the sharp end of this one as well. Absolutely, Smithy. Look, I, 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 there's a lot of pressure on me here to match Lavina's passion and uh, commitment to to her cause. There, fantastic. Good luck, mate. Uh, and I've got to say, yeah, I've got to say, Lavina, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Uh, just just before we move on to the black cap, Smithy, um, I t- uh, hard not to agree with what Lavina said. The Warriors uh, not noted for their great signings, and uh, if I was if I was there, I'd be concentrating on retention and development of talent are not necessarily going mm. offshore. But anyway, the Black Caps, you're rightly excited. <laughs> they are back well and truly in the mix. And were they ever really out of it on the back of one kind of middling performance against Pakistan? Probably not. Should we have been surprised they beat India? Again, probably not. Their record against them, as you know, is absolutely fantastic. So they are absolutely cast iron contenders again now, but they've got to finish the deal, don't they? Afghanistan looms that kind of danger outfit mm, that is very mm. capable on those pitches there up in the Middle East of, um, of causing a bit of consternation over these last uh, remaining rounds and still being in the mix. So let's see how it plays out, but if they keep their eye on the ball, Smithy, they are very much a chance. Probably could end up getting a red-hot England team in a semi, and look, wouldn't that be sweet, given, um, mm. I guess, what 
played out against England in another limited overs tournament not so long ago. So um, they are in the mix. I think they've got a, you know a lot more about this than me, Smitty, but I think they've got a little bit to tweak with their batting lineup. But they're bowling mm. well, and that's the key thing on those pitches. And I just want to see more of Devin Conway. I think he's getting in too late. Mm. Yeah, I, I totally Thanks. agree with you on that. Uh, yeah, um, I, I look at it and, and uh, I think to myself, we've got uh, what we haven't had in the past. Uh, we've got combinations and bowling depth, but we've got a belief, Lavina, that seems to. And, and you look at them on their faces; they they don't look surprised when things go well when they dominate anymore. They look as if that's their job, and they're doing it pretty well on a regular basis. I call on apologies for my I was the weekend thought they played like crap against Pakistan and I thought they'd definitely lose against India and I was questioning the draw as well I'm like what a crap draw lose two games you can't get through to the final now we know that they can beat Namibia Scotland um, Afghanistan and, and, and remain in the competition but I don't really critique the, the batting lineup, and um, I you know I, I, I love Gutful I really do but I Real couple of stand up, please stand up, please stand up, like you did in 2016, which was a long time ago. 2016 was a long time ago. So I'm putting out an apology. Uh, just got a bit of a bad line uh, with uh, Lavina at the moment. I'm not quite sure whether the, the Warriors have uh, got. Got hold of your line, Lavina, and, and put some sort of cyber interference in there. I'm not quite sure about that. Um, uh, Mark, Lisa, let's just uh, uh, stay um, uh, on that cricketing theme as well. Um, I, I kind of I, I, I look at India. India is an interesting one for me because I've always been the yardstick, and they've got this situation now where they've they seem to be top heavy. They, they've got a lot of cooks. Uh, and they don't seem to have um, uh, too many uh, actually meat and drink type players. Um, and uh, for a side that tries and a, and a country that tries to rule the roost, uh, I don't know if they've been in a weaker situation. Yeah, they're yeah, feeling quite I mean, vulnerable at the moment. Oh. Mm. Go, Mark, you well, take it. Where are you going, Lavina? No, no, you're back, you're back with us. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I left you momentarily. I had a knock on the door. It was. It was the Warriors owner knocking on my door. I just got to tone it down a bit. <laughs> well, I, I like to see India struggling, Lavina. That, that's what I think the point I'm trying to make. I love it because they just they they rule so much in the game and they dictate so much. They play the IPL when they want to, and everyone has to stand still and make room. I I, I just love it. Me too. I, I've been to India on four occasions, twice socially and twice for work. And as you'd know, Smitty, every literal piece of blade of grass is played upon by a young cricketer. So they're very passionate about their sport and they've always supported it. But they showed a vulnerability, I do believe. And it was interesting to see the coaches come out for India and critique them for not being brave enough to take on the Black Caps. So it looks good. And it's also generated more interest in the competition. I'm really pleased for the Black Caps on the back of that poor effort against Pakistan. Hey, hey Mark, can I just jump in on one that's just emerged to us this morning? Uh, did you have any insight into uh, Joe Smith going to the Blues as a support coach? Yeah, I hadn't heard it was this imminent. I know they've been sort of um, sniffing around him, as a lot of people in rugby have been since the 2019 Rugby World Cup, um, and he finished up with Ireland. Joe Smith, a very highly respected international rugby coach, um, back to New Zealand, as we know, has taken some time to spend with his family. 
um, and, and needed that time um, after a long stint offshore. But yeah, the Blues have definitely been sniffing around him. This is a big get for him, announced today as a um, support coach is the term they've used. So they've given him a little bit of a loose role, and it's kind of going to be a mentor-type role and then in their sort of rejig coaching setup with Tana Umanga leaving it over the off-season. So they bring him in, um, and, as well as a new defence coach, Craig McGrath. And um, I think Joe Schmidt's going to be very much his mentor, a young coach sort of making his way in the world. And so uh, this is a great pickup for the Blues. Joe Schmidt knows his stuff. This will even back into New Zealand rugby without having the pressure, I guess, of a hands-on day-to-day type role and get them back into a blue setup to add some depth to what they're doing there. Uh, let's not forget um, the certain Roger Tuivasa-Shek making his debut for them in 2022. I mm. think the more expert hands on him, the better. Yeah, good point. Very, very good point, actually. Uh, Mark, a, a Melbourne Cup tip, uh, first Tuesday of November. I'm sure you've been in a few uh, media office sweeps, etc. over the years. Have you got one for us? Well, listen, um, it's hard to look past incentivises, isn't it? But the favourites never win the Melbourne Cup, do they? Just absolutely never win. So um, um, if I was going to look outside of incentivised, I like the look of um, New Zealand bred Aussie trained mare, very elegant. Look, at the, it's going to be up against it. It's draw is terrible, 19. It's carrying a little bit more weight than it did last year. But it's been racing well. If it gets a good run, it's got James McDonald on board. I give I give her a chance um, for, to return a bit of money for you, but look, mate, it's the Melbourne Cup, and it's, in many ways, it's one of the great races because anything can happen and anybody can win. So if you're ever going to have a punt, this is the race to do because you can win some big coin. Anything can happen. Good on you, uh, Mark uh, Lavina. We, we we must get an opinion from you because uh, we haven't had one yet this morning. Um, a Melbourne Cup, a possible, <laughs> a possible. Possible Melbourne Cup winner for you? I love the Melbourne Cup. I'm, I honestly love it. It's one of my favourite events. And my daughter was born on the 2nd of November, 18 years ago. It's a birthday today, oh. Mark and City. So 18 years ago. And for the past 18 years, I've been putting money on number 11 and number 2. And every time I get a freaking donkey, I swear to God. And this year, <laughs> this year is the year for me. Number 2 is incentivised. A winner... A winner has to come through this year for the first time ever, and I'll win money. And I won't be giving it to her. Well, I'll be taking it straight down to the pub. Well, <laughs> you can take her to the pub, can't you? Or is she not with you? Well, I moment? can now, mate. I know. Yeah, I yeah. can take her to the pub. Yeah. <laughs> and she can she can actually go up, or they, she can't go to the bar at the moment. But when they when they come to your table, she can actually order and pay now. Isn't that nice? It's happening. The paying part—that's questionable. Smithy, what is this thing you speak of, a pub? I do not know of it. That was great. Okay, you live in Auckland, hard luck. Okay. Um, uh, but enjoy anyway. Enjoy the day. Uh, that's the most important thing. Uh, Mark Hinton and Levine, they're good. Uh, as I said, we're the panellists this morning, uh, and that was uh, great. We'll have another one uh, tomorrow morning.